Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew, Bible teacher and pastor of Grace Valley Christian Center, located in Davis, California. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series on the book of Romans with this message entitled, A Giant Slide Down. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Romans chapter 1, verse 24. Now, here's our teacher, Pastor P.G. Matthew. Let us pray, Heavenly Father, this Lord's day, may we behold your glory. And may I, your servant, declare your glory. May we worship and serve you with greater delight. May your unsaved elect sinners be graciously saved today. May the sick be healed. The hopeless be given hope. Comfort the miserable. Guide the confused. Fill everyone by your Holy Spirit. That we may live and proclaim your glory in all the earth. And all the people say, Amen. The giant slide down to hell. That's what we study in Romans 1, 18 through 32. Elsewhere we read, their foot shall surely slip. The arrogant, the stubborn, those who refuse to believe in the true God and his revelation of truth. They experience giant slide down to hell. When man closes his eyes to the light of God's truth, that is when man rejects God of creation and God who gave us a conscience, then God rejects man. You reject him, he rejects you, and you experience the slide downward. He slides down, down, down into hell itself. As we read the story of Jonah, he refused to obey God. And we read that he went down to Joppa. He went down into the ship. He went down into the sides of the ship. He was thrown down into the ocean. And he was swallowed up by a fish. Or like the rich man who rejected God's revelation in the law and prophets. At death, he went to hell. Adam rejected the God of truth. And he experienced the big slide. What we call the fall. Man who exchanges God's truth for a lie experiences, friends, a giant slide down to hell. And if you ask me if there is any hope for me who is experiencing this down slide to hell, the answer is yes, the gospel is the answer. Because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. No, you cannot lift yourself up from hell. But someone from heaven came 
to rescue us from our hell. It is not that man has no light. He sins against the light God has given him in creation and in his conscience. From creation and his conscience, man knows. Man knows God and his invisible attributes as we spoke before. But he deliberately closes his eyes to truth. He continually suppresses the truth, we are told. He knows the true God, yet he refuses to glorify him by worshipping him and obeying him. And we read he refuses to thank him for all his gracious provisions. Verse 21. So he becomes vain and worthless in his reasonings. Worthless. Vain. He becomes incompetent to reason correctly because he reasons without God. And you remember ten spies. They came back after 40 days of inspection. And they did not reason with God. And they spoke in terms of defeat and destruction of God's people. And the two, Joshua and Caleb, spoke correctly, reasoned correctly. Because they had God in their thought. Such people, they are unable to understand truth. And we are told that his heart is darkened. Since the fall, man is not enlightened, sir. We speak about enlightenment. That's a lot of nonsense. It actually is a rejection. It was a time when man rejected God of the scriptures and you call it enlightenment. It was to be called endarkenment. Man's heart was darkened. Yet he knows truth. He knows God. But man exchanges the glory of God for idolatry. Verse 23. He exchanges the truth of God for the lie. The lie of worshipping and serving creation. He prides himself to be wise. Yet bows down in worship to creeping things. Like snakes. And we are told he exchanges the natural use of sexuality for the unnatural. Though he knows full well those who do evil go to hell, he keeps on sinning and approves and celebrates others who do evil also. Friends, it is not that man is ignorant of God. God revealed truth to man and in man. Man is accountable to God. He is to live for the glory of God. Yet he refuses to do so. And is sliding down to hell itself. 
as he sins more and more and more. What can God do? Let me tell you what he does. Read verse 24, 26 and 28. God judges man. The wrath of God is revealed daily against all his godlessness and every wickedness. He is justly angry at sinner every day. And so we read, he hands man over to the power of his sinful passions. He hands him over to shame and uncleanness. To dishonor and abuse his bodies. He hands him over to the control of unnatural burning passions. To lesbianism and sodomy. He hands him over to a reprobate, depraved, debased mind. A twisted mind that can never think straight and interpret correctly the reality. God hands the unbeliever, the hater of truth, to the power of a worthless mind. A mind that is incapable of correct reasoning. Incapable of thinking straight. This is God's active judicial action. A worthless, depraved mind delights in delusions, vanity, unreality. And so he becomes first a fool. Second, he becomes filthy. Third, he becomes fighting. Against God and people. First, he becomes a fool. When you reject God and his light of truth, you become a fool and fall and slide down to hell. Your foot shall slip and must slip. It is God's judicial action. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. He negates the greatest reality because of his depraved, reprobate mind. And because of that, he misinterprets reality. He is incapable of reasoning correctly. If you reason correctly, you will glorify God and worship God, and serve God, and be thankful to God. And any person who will not glorify God, the true God revealed in the Holy Scriptures, is a fool. And he prides himself as bright and wise. When you reject God, you become futile. You know, somebody sent us an orchid plant a couple of years ago. And he appreciated the flower and we put the plant outside. We didn't think much of it. But after two years, it now brought forth such beautiful orchid. It is not futile. 
Futility means you amount to nothing. You are fruitless, purposeless, meaningless. You are nothing. When an orange tree brings forth oranges, it is doing what it is supposed to do. When a man worships true God, we are not futile. We are fruitful. We are doing what Creator wants us to do. But a sinning man is futile, worthless, useless, empty. You become a bad tree instead of a good one. And you produce bad fruits all your life. Instead of fellowshipping with God in eternal happiness, you slide into hell of fire, agony, and torment. You become wormwood and the gall. Miserable wretch of a person. Restless. You become futile and a fool. Every unbeliever is a fool engaged in futility. Vanity, vanity, fruitlessness, misery. That's the life of every unbeliever who will not glorify God and obey God and worship God and thank God. Turn with me to Psalm 81. Verse 11 and 12. But my people would not listen to me. Israel would not submit to me. So I gave them over to their stubborn hearts. To follow their own devices. Their own plan. Their own will. Their own reasonings. God rejectors are handed over. To the control. That's the meaning of handover means. To, con- to the control of their own devices. Their own depravity. And you slide down. They refuse to worship and serve God. They are too smart for that. They refuse to be thankful for God's provision. They are too proud for that. Instead they worship and serve dutifully and daily. The likeness of the image of a bull or a snake. They have no problem worshipping creatures that are less than man in creation order, in terms of dignity, in terms of scale of being. So Paul tells us professing, declaring, priding themselves to be wise. Well, you don't have to have a PhD to do that. I have seen, I have seen junior high stupid people doing it. And senior high peanut brain people doing it. Don't tell me you have to have a PhD to do that. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. They made themselves, the Greek text says, morons. Verse 23. Man cut off from God's truth experiences a delirium of irrational imaginations. John Murray. A delirium of irrational imaginations. 
I recommend you to go and watch the movie Expelled. No intelligence allowed by Ben Stein. It will tell you about the vain imaginations and irrational deliriums of the scholars and the wise people of this world. The Bible says infinite personal God is the cause of all created things. Yet irrational Darwinian evolutionary hypothesis that rules all the universities, almost all the universities of the world. They would not believe in the infinite personal God. Yet these fools believe in nothing plus time plus chance having created man. They have no problem with contradictions and irrationalism. They are angry when you say infinite personal God, the cause of all creation. I say this is delirium of irrational imaginations indeed. Man rejects the glory of the incorruptible God, but he has no problem worshiping a golden bull or a snake. I think it is A.T. Robertson, he said, mind of the wicked is like an abandoned building, home of bats, rats, and reptiles. And these fools call those who believe in the God of creation and redemption fools. Anyone who believes in the Bible is called a moron, a fool, an unthinking person, not worthy to live on the face of the earth. Yet God says about them, they are fools in spite of their majestic pretensions. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Beginning with verse 18, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved. It is the power of God, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate. Where is the wise man? Where is the scholar? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? In the wisdom of God, the world through his wisdom did not know him. God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe and so on. And chapter 2 verse 14 says, The natural man doesn't understand things that are spiritual. The God of this world has blinded him. And he cannot see, he cannot understand until God speaks into the depths of his being let there be light and they will see and they will understand they will repent they will believe and they will glorify God and so we read their foolish heart is darkened heart is the center of human personality heart means mind will and feelings their heart is darkened it is twisted it went back 
bad. It can only think evil, will evil, and love evil. It is God's judgment upon a man who hates God. They are given to a depraved mind, will, and affections. And let me tell you, they glory in their depravity. And these little students, so they all are taken up with it. They sit at the edge of their seat. And they glory in the wisdom which is stench coming from their rear end. And yet, oh, they glory in it. They pride in it. And they produce their own children or fools. Now, who now populate the universities throughout the world. They refuse to worship the true and living God. Their theology has become anthropology. Their theology has become zoology. Their theology has become Mother Earth and the extreme environmentalism. They have no problem worshiping a tree. But they will not worship the true and living God. They hate true God. They devise for themselves a tame God. They downsize God. They come up with God substitutes dummies. They want a God who permits all evil. They want a God who always says yes, 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 yes to every sinful desire. So these fools, they say, take away this glorious God, incorruptible, eternal God, creator God. Instead, they choose an image of an image of corruptible creature. Well, I would say they choose, really, to worship themselves. Oh yes, they worship presidents. And when you see, when you study presidents, you, you begin to deify them all the time, even though they are, most of them were wicked sinners. But after some time, we elevate them, put on a pedestal and bow down and worship, write books about them. Movie stars, rock stars, Princess Diana, pornography, pets, children, spouse, fashions, Darwinism, liberalism, philosophies, holo philosophy, scientism, money, sex, power, beauty, brilliance. Oh yes, they bow down and worship. As well as all false religions are the children of rebellion against the true God. And even Israel worshipped golden calf instead of Yahweh. Let's turn to Psalm 106, which we read today. And verse 20. They exchanged their glory. They exchanged their glory means their God, who is glorious. They exchanged their glorious God. For an image of a bull which eats grass. And Jeremiah chapter 2 and verse 11. Has a nation ever changed its gods? Yet they are no gods at all. But my people have exchanged their glory for worthless idols. Or turn to the book of Acts, chapter 7. Listen to the language of St. Stephen, 
verse 41 and 42. That was the time they made an idol. In the form of a calf, they brought sacrifices to it and held a celebration in honor of what their hands had made. But God turned away and gave them over to the worship of the heavenly bodies. Man is daily exchanging truth for the lie. The lie of idolatry, the lie of self-worship. The lie of worshipping created things. Man, the crown of creation, worships bats and rats and cows and bulls and snakes. Yet man bows to be wise. Yes, they worship creation, they worship self, pets, children, spouse. Haven't you heard wife saying, my husband puts me on a pedestal? I heard that somebody said in this church, stop it. Stop it. That's idolatry. They worship fame and power and money. Yet the Bible says truly, those who do not worship the true God are worshiping the devil and the demons. Let me understand. When you worship yourself, you are worshiping demons. Let me prove it to you. Well, turn to Psalm 106 again which we read today, 106, verse 36 and 37. They worshiped their idols, which became a snare to them. Notice, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters to demons. And the same is found in 1 Corinthians 10. But let's turn to Revelation chapter 9 and verse 20. I want to expose idol worship to be what it is. It is demon worship. Revelation 9 and verse 20. The rest of mankind that were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of their hands. They did not stop worshiping demons and idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood, idols that cannot see or hear or walk. Let's understand, when you look at yourself in mirror and do all that worship, you understand we are worshiping demons. And you read, go home and read Ephesians chapter 2, 1 through 3, it will tell you we worship demons and obey demons. A depraved mind, a reprobate mind says, good is bad, bad is good, virginity is bad, being a slut is good. I was reading a report. A slut in the high school bought lunch for somebody in our church. And while they were eating in the car, the slut says, what's wrong with sex? It's fun. And our kid disagreed with it, boldly. Being a slut is good. Worship of true God is bad. Worship of bull is good. Worship of Mother Earth is good. Creationism is bad. Darwinism is good. As you think it in your heart, so are you. Bad thinking leads to wicked worship. 1 Corinthians 3 verse 20 says, The Lord knows that the thoughts 
of the wise are futile, useless. And I want to give you a classic illustration from the life of Nebuchadnezzar, the great king of Babylon. And God used Daniel to witness to him about the true and living God. Read chapter 2 of Daniel. But then in chapter 3, he makes a great image, I believe, of himself. King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold 90 feet high and 9 feet wide and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. And he then summoned all people to worship. If you don't, you'll be killed. And the three Hebrew children refused. And then you turn to chapter 4. Look at human heart. Unthankful heart, proud heart, wicked heart, rebellious heart. It was God who put him in power. But let's listen to what he says in chapter 4, beginning with verse 28 of Daniel. All this happened to the king Nebuchadnezzar 12 months later. As the king was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon, he said, Is not this the great Babylon I have built? Asked the royal residents, by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty, sir. Idolatry fundamentally is self-worship, which is demon worship. And God wouldn't put up with it. And so look at verse 33. Immediately what had been said about Nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled. He was driven away from people and ate grass like cattle depraved mind his body was drenched with the dew of heaven until his hair grew like the feathers of an eagle and his nails like the claws of a bird depraved mind now we don't see people PhDs and professors with the long claws and all that but essentially this is what they are delirium suffering from delirium of their imaginations. God punished this man for seven years. At the end of that time, verse 34, I, Nebuchadnezzar, raised my eyes toward heaven and my sanity was restored. Then I praised the Most High. I honored the glorified Him who lives forever. Think about what I said, and we'll speak this evening. That man became fool and foul and ferocious, giant slide down to hell. And if you are an arrogant person, an unbelieving person, God-hating person, I said there is hope for you. And that's why Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. There is no other answer for you, sir. No one can bring you up from hell. No one. The more you attempt, the more you go down to this miry clay of misery. But there is, I want to tell you, there is one who came down from heaven into your hell who died for your sins. 
he lifts you up and takes you to heaven itself seated with Christ in heavenly places in Christ Jesus what must I do to be saved repent of our arrogance and our depravity and our rebellion and our stubbornness and our disobedience and believe on this Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved Heavenly Father have mercy upon us be glorified in the midst of your people save people heal people guide people comfort people give hope to the hopeless perform your miracles in Jesus name Amen you have been listening to Grace and Glory audio of this sermon entitled The Giant Slide Down Come back soon for more transforming Bible teaching from Pastor P.G. Matthew.